Krishna, Sanchakalpa, Krishna, Prasindu, Viva, Japitanam, Havanebio, Vaishnavio, Namaha. So we're ready to resume here. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Chapter 23, the song of the Avanti Brahmana. We're starting off with text number uh, 28. You've gotten that far. We haven't gotten to the actual song yet. That comes up a little later. When it says the song of Devanta Brahmana, it's also called Bhikshu Gita. Bhikshu meaning a sannyasi or beggar, actually, renunciate. So we're leading up to that. So now we've been hearing uh, uh, his reflections on the evils of greed and the evils of wealth. It goes on and becomes more and more um, kind of philosophical. Uh, I'm an old man now. He says in 26, I've wasted my life. I can't achieve anything. Uh, uh, he says, he actually asks a question, why? Uh, should an intelligent man suffer by his constant vain efforts to get wealth? And then he answers it, indeed the whole world is most bewildered by someone's illusory potency because so many people are doing the foolish thing. Someone's illusory potency, illusory potency, meaning the Lord. Uh, the potency called Maya. And then he says in 27, uh, for one who is in the grips of death, seized in the jaws of death, what's the youth of wealth? Well, those who offer it, sense gratification of those who offer it, or for that matter, any type of fruitive activity that simply causes one to again take birth in the material world. So now he's become even a little more philosophical. And now with uh, 28 to 30, uh, we get to his conclusion and his resolution of what he's going to do now. So we will now pick up where we left off with text number 28. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So 28 goes, Nunam Ne Bhagavam Stushta Sarva Deva Mayo Harihi Yena Nikto Deshamne Tam Nirvedas Chatmanaha Plavaha. He says here, uh, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Hari, uh, Bhagavan, uh, who contains within him himself all the demigods, must be satisfied with me. Now, this is really different. Now he's satisfied with me. Indeed, he has brought me to this suffering condition and forced me to experience detachment, which is the boat to carry me over this ocean of material life. So that's a real breakthrough for him. His misfortune is now uh, good fortune. Nunam me Bhagavan. Certainly, the Lord is satisfied with me, Tushta. And he describes the Lord as Sarvadeva Maya, literally made of all the gods, or the demigods. The saint says here translates, who contains within himself all the demigods. Uh, Harihi, Vishnu. Well, this is, it, it, it's very appropriate, Sarvadeva Maya, uh, to say this here, because he's being beset with various misfortunes which seem to come by fate. But fate, the word for fate is daiva, which means the activity of, of God or the gods. You know, if, if your house is destroyed by a flood or a forest fire, they say it's an act of God. Uh, uh, really, the Supreme Lord is not bothered, but his agents, the devas, you know, the god of the wind, the god of the water, you know, they, they, they do these things, these higher powers. So that's, that's why he says, Sarvadeva Maya. He's thinking of how, by his agency, all my misfortunes took place. But now he sees this misfortune as good fortune. So that's the real change in, in, in mind. Why? Because if he, I, they have brought me to this uh, dasha, 
this this condition, this state of being, dasha, uh, dasha etam, uh, nirveda. Nirveda means detachment. And this detachment is atma plavaha, the, the boat to carry the soul uh, over the ocean of material suffering. Uh, it's the, 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 the boat. So they... Um, so here, here the, uh, in the, here's the purport. Uh, the Brahmana could understand that the demigods who award different types of sense gratification as the result of one's fruitive activities cannot bestow the highest benefit in life. When the Brahmana lost all his property, he could understand that the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who comprises all the demigods, has given him the highest perfection, not by awarding sense gratification, but by saving him from the ocean of material enjoyment. Being thus deprived of the opportunity to cultivate religiosity, wealth, and sense gratification and liberation, the Brahmana became detached and transcendental knowledge awakened within his heart. As soon as there's that complete trans, you know, giving up on everything, just putting yourself in the hands of God, then spiritual knowledge can awaken within your heart. Otherwise, if you have all material desires and material schemes and material plans and you may read scripture all day long, nothing will happen. It won't work. Uh, uh, because it's a relationship. You, you have to be uh, qualified uh, 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 to understand. I've quoted this before, I think, a book is like a mirror. If, 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 if an ass looks in, an angel won't look out. So if, you, if you're not proper, you won't be able to... So here, uh, 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 Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says, gaining intelligence, he becomes joyful. I notice that the word intelligence being used here means a proper determination, which is buddhi, which is, Prabhupada describes buddhi as the form direction of the supersoul in the second canto of Bhagavatam, when it was purported, Prabhupada calls him the form, the word form direction, hyphen, form direction of the supersoul. The way the Lord in the heart gives direction is through this intelligence, uh, which directs our orientation in, in the right way, our whole orientation. So now he has, he, this is his realization. He becomes joyful. Srila Swami says, this is expressed in three verses. Uh, uh, here's, uh, then he quote, then he's paraphrasing him, by the Lord's satisfaction, I have attained this condition, and by his satisfaction with me, I have become indifferent, which is a both to cross samsara, that is to say, materially indifferent. Uh, so that's the summary of this idea. So now he realizes he's received the, the grace of the Lord. So now he continues with his, his, his new insight, you might say, into his condition. So he says here uh, in text uh, 29, uh, Soham kala vasheshenam shoshayeshegam shoshayeshegam atmanaha atmato kila swarte yadi syat siddha atmani If there is any time remaining in my life, this is this word kala avashesha. Uh, uh, Shesha means the end, so Avashesha, the very end. There's whatever little time there is. Uh, 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 kala. Whatever, whatever time I have. Uh, Sa-aham, it's just translated here as I, but when you have a sa together with I, it's sort of like I myself. You know, it's, it's, it just stresses the I. So, um, so I myself uh, have determined that uh, 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 I will perform austerities. Uh, well, what he says here, Shosha uh, Yeshe uh, Angam Atma. 
acronym. I shall. Uh, they've translated here word for word as reduce to the minimum or perform austerities with this body. What the word what the word means actually, shosha uh, yeshe, uh, shosha. This verb shosha. These two different shosha, shosha, shosha. Uh, means to dry up, to desiccate, and make some, take all the water out of something. But the dictionary also says it's the name of uh, tuberculosis. So, so it means you know, you, I'm going to now reduce to a mint, dry up, or take this body and its senses. I will make it withered. Vishnu uh, uh, Chakravarti uses this term in his, his, in his commentary. Uh, I will perform austerities and uh, force my body to subsist on the bare necessities. This is uh, uh, supplied by our um, uh, translator. That is the whole meaning of this uh, dry up. Uh, We just deprive it as much as I will perform austerities and force my body to subsist on the bare necessities. This is all the meaning of it. Then he says, I shall be, att- be attentive to the most beneficial goal, reduce everything else, just to bear what I just need to, to, to keep myself uh, alive, keep body and soul together, uh, uh, and then... Um, uh, uh, I shall pursue, uh, and then he says, unbewildered, apramata. Uh, pramata means confused in mind, but now apramata. That my, 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 now I'm going to be straight in my determination, and won't waver, uh, unbewildered. Akila swa arte. I shall be entirely engaged in swa artha, my own real self-interest which is nothing material but his spiritual advancement. Yadishat, if there remains any time. And then he says, Siddha Atmani, and I shall be satisfied in myself. That's he says. Vishnu Chakravarti, there's no purport here in the BBT edition. Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says, I will make the body withered because... I have supplied it with so much enjoyment with great effort. This is his commentary. Uh, now I'm going to do the opposite. Before I gave it uh, all, you know, so, so much now, I'm going to do the opposite. I shall be attentive to the most beneficial goal, meditating on the lotus feet of the Lord. If my life ends in this manner, I shall remain satisfied. So you could put this way, uh, satisfied within myself or satisfied with the Lord as you can take this word atma in that way too. Uh, uh, so this is his determination. Uh, then he uh, goes on, finally with this part. Tatramam anumodeiran, this text 30, Tatramam anumodeiran, Devastri Bhuvaneshwaraha, Muhurtena Brahmalukam Katvanga, Samasadayak. Uh, in this regard, Tatra, uh, thus I say, thus may the presiding demigods of these three worlds, this Devas Tri Bhuvaneshwaraha, this in the plural, uh, uh, may be the presiding gods of the three worlds. Uh, Remember, he's already described the Lord as Sarvadeva Maya, so he's not like switching off from being a uh, monotheist. But may, may they be uh, show their mercy to me. He says, indeed, uh, uh, this Maharaj Katvanga uh, was able to achieve the spiritual world here, Brahma Lokam, means the spiritual world, in a muhurta, uh, a small little moment of time. Uh, so this is the uh, 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 he and it says here in the purport 
The Brahmana of Avanti thought that although he was an old man who might die at any moment, he could follow the example of Maharaj Kadvanga who achieved the Lord's mercy in a single moment. Maharaj Kadvanga described in the second canto Srimad Bhagavatam fought violently on behalf of the demigods and they offered the king any benediction he might desire. Kadvanga Maharaj chose to find out the remaining duration of his life which unfortunately was a single moment. The king therefore immediately surrendered to Lord Krishna and achieved the spiritual world. So that story is it's related in the second canto. If you, Maharaj Katvanga is an example of full surrender to the Lord. If you go to the ninth canto, ninth chapter, uh, 41 to 49, they relate some prayers of Maharaj Kadvanga, of total to prayers of total surrender to the Lord. So that's the story is told there. It's not there, but I think it's actually Prabhupada's purport. Maharaj Kadvanga is mentioned in this way as the person who achieved total liberation in an instant. People say, how long does it take to be completely liberated? Uh, and they say, well, Maharaj Kadvanga did it right away. It only took a minute. It depends on you. Sure. So Maharaj Kadvanga, uh, he, he, he had uh, done a thought battle against the demons for the devas. They said, what benediction do you want? And he was very smart. He said, tell me how much time, how much time left do I have in this body? And they said, just a few minutes. Uh, and so he just took those few minutes, uh, went, went somewhere, performed us, concentrated on the Lord, and achieved perfection. Just by a very, very brief time. But it was intense. You know, he just had a short amount of time. So it's not how much time you have, it's how, much you, how well you use the time you have, whatever it may be. So he, therefore, uh, thinks of Maharaj Kadvanga. Uh, I don't know how much time I have. He's now an old man, and he's uh, in an entirely distressed condition. Uh, uh, and so uh, this is what he says. And then, uh, uh, when he mentions the Deva Tripu and Aishwara, when he mentions them, Vishnu uh, um, uh, Chakravarti says in his commentary, may the Devatas like Indra be merciful. May they not give obstacles. So he's just hoping, you know, will you be able to reach perfection in such a short time? This may be the question. Kadvanga achieved perfection in a moment. That was, that was the thing here. So now, uh, with text 31, with that reference to Katvanga, and the, using this as you know, kind of hope that I can do it if I just have a moment. Now, text 31, Sri Bhagavan Vacha. Back to the framing conversation uh, uh, of this story. This story of what the Brahmana did and said is being related to Uddhava by Krishna. So it says, Sri Bhagavan Uvacha. And so we're back, uh, he says, Ittyabhi Pratya Manasa, Yavantyo Tijasattamaha, Unmutsha Hridaya Grantim, Shanto Bhikshur Abhunlihi. He says, Lord Sri Krishna continued. <laughs> Uh, his mind thus determined. Uh, uh, he says his mind thus uh, determined. Now, now, actually, this next section, these ten verses, is going to show what happened to him. He's going to narrate what happens to him. And you think finally he's been through hell. He's given up everything. He's made his determination, you know, to just serve the Lord and give up everything else. And now what happens? things get worse. <laughs> Learn this lesson. This, this is <laughs> things actually get worse. 
And we have seen this happen many times in people's spiritual life. They do this and things get worse. And then people say, why? Like in the Bible, Job, you know, why are you worshiping God? Just, you know, just let things get worse sometimes. <laughs> anyway, you, 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 if, if you've had this experience, anyway, if the Abhi Precha Manasa, so thus, he, 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 uh, when he says Abhi Precha, uh, his, his, uh, it means you, they, they translate it here as uh, uh, concluding. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so he, he concludes. Um, yeah, that's coming to his, uh, the conclusion of his mind, Manasa, uh, within his mind, that Avantya, that person from, from uh, Avanti, the district of Avanti, Bija Sattama. Now, the, 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 the best of the Brahmins, the most pious of the Dvijas, suddenly he, now he's pious, right? But now he's a Dvija Sattama, a most uh, pious, uh, most excellent, they say in the running translation. Uh, uh, uh. And then he says, Unmucha. Pridaya Grantin uh, was, una- was able to uh, untie the knots of desire. So the word here uh, is Pridaya Granti. This is a phrase that shows up a lot in the Bhagavatam, uh, the knot in the heart. So here they're saying uh, the knots of desire Banu Swami translates Sridhyagranti as the knot of self-interest uh, within the heart. Uh, and untying that knot, uh, it says, then Shanta Bhikshu Abut Munihi. He became Bhikshu, uh, a mendicant, mendicant sannyasi, in other words, who doesn't do anything, he, uh, he lives by begging. If anybody gives him food, he has something to eat. If he doesn't give him food, he fasts. Bhikshu. Uh, 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 so he doesn't have an occupation. He lives on uh, charity. Uh, Shantaha, peaceful. And Muni, silent. In other words, he took a vow of silence. Uh, he didn't assume the role of a peaceful and silent sannyas. Medican. So this is a, a vow, sometimes a vow of, of silence. Uh, uh, here, uh, this Sridhaya Granti, this knot, of the, knot in the heart, is got different, uh, 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 different kinds of... Uh, uh, um, let me just get it up here. Did you give, uh, I have a document. Hold on a second. I forgot that. Forgot to bring it up. Here it is. Yeah, it, it has different sorts of meanings. The Sridaya Granthi. says uh, uh, in the purport uh, 1-21 uh, this enlightenment perfectly enables the devotee to distinguish spirit from matter because the knot of spirit and matter is untied by the Lord this knot is called ahankara so this, this word ahankara uh, in Sanskrit literally it just means I maker. Kara means maker and aham. What aham, what I think of when I think of myself. 
So ahankara, Prabhupada usually translates this as false ego because it's one of the material elements of the world. But it's, it's the false identification of the self with the body. So therefore he calls it false ego. But someone with ahankara, the I am the body and everything that belongs to the, is relating to the body belongs to me. This is ahankara. So that's the, that's the not. The self-identification with self of matter, this is the not. And Prabhupada says in another place, this identification of oneself with matter, which is called Hridaya Granti, exists for all conditioned souls. And it becomes more and more tightened when there is too much affection for sex life. So this is another sense of this word, Hridaya Granti. uh, so in, in, in Bhagavatam 3.26.2, Prabhupada translates Rita Granti, the knot of attachment to the material world, uh, and then the purport, the knot of material attraction. Uh, and then uh, in 5.5.8, in the purport, it, it, 5.5.8 is where this verse always is quoted. It is the sexual attraction between man and a woman. It's called the Rita uh, Granti. Uh, um, I can't even find my... Oh, here it is. Okay. Yeah, this is 558. This is to Rishabhadev instructing his sons. Uh, uh, and those of you who have been in this movement a long time will all know this verse. Pum sastriya mittuni bhavametam. So uh, uh, Pumsa Shpia, male and female, Mituni Bhavam, the attraction for sex life. Mituni means twin, <laughs> coming together. Mituni Bhavam. Mituni Bhavam. For both of them, this uh, is Mitta Hridaya Granta. Between the two of them, the knot in the heart. That's the way it's used here. It's the. Uh, uh, so, Prabhupada translates, yeah. Uh, the attraction between male and female is the basic principle of material existence. <laughs> he says that. On the basis of this misconception, which ties together the hearts of male and female, one becomes attracted to his body, home, property, children, relatives, and wealth. That's the whole list. Griha, Shetra, Sutapta, Vitaya. Uh, Kriya, home, Shetra, his property, Sutta, his children, Apta, relatives, Viti, wealth. All right? And in this way, one starts to have this illusion, uh, uh, Moha, I am this illusion, Aham, Mameti. Aham, I am this body, mine. And everything in relation to the body is mine. So, so here in this often quoted verse, uh, uh, um, this is the Granti. Uh, 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 here's Prabhupada's purport. Uh, by, by the way, which has... Uh, anyway. Sex serves as the natural attraction between man and woman. And when they are married, their relationship becomes more involved. What I'm saying, notice he says married. I mean, the idea of not even being married is sort of <laughs> outside of the scope of the discussion. <laughs> Due to the entangling relationship between man and a woman, there's a sense of illusion whereby one thinks, this man is my husband, this woman is my wife, huh? girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever you want to say. This is called Granti, the hard knot in the heart. This knot is very difficult to undo, even though uh, the man and the woman separate, either for the principles of Varnashrama, so like so he takes sannyas, or simply to get a divorce. In any case, the man always thinks of the woman, and the woman always thinks of the man. Thus, a person becomes materially attached to family, property, and children, although all of these things are temporary. 
the possessor unfortunately identifies with this property and wealth. Sometimes, uh, then he says you can take sannyas, and then you know you get attached to your little bit of things that you have as a sannyasi. Uh, so this is the this is the the sort of idea the knot in the heart as that relationship between uh, uh, a man and a woman. But uh, there, these two ideas, identifying oneself with matter and, and, and sexual attraction, are very, very close. Uh, because uh, what, what causes the false identification with, with, with the body is sense gratification. Krishna says those pleasures which arise from the contact between the senses and the objects are in fact the cause of all suffering. Uh, suffering because then whatever happens to the body we experience is happening to ourselves. Uh, when this, this Brahmana is, is becomes enlightened, now the suffering, whatever is going on in the body has nothing to do with me. But you know, once, once you're attached to all these things, then, then you suffer more. So uh, the whole course of civilization that by, by bringing our senses into contact with objects and enjoying pleasure, that's the way to happiness. Krishna is saying, no, things are just the opposite of that. Uh, uh, so uh, this uh, 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 this these two things uh, together and for, so different places, Prophet says things like, uh, 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 oh, Bhagavatam 7.10.3, Shamsara bijeshu hridayeshu grantishu. The hridaya granti, uh, which is the desire for material enjoyment, in the, in the core of the heart is samsara bija, this, this, the, the root cause of the seed of material existence because of lusty desires. And that, that not sometimes in Bhagavatam is called sugridda, hridaya granti, that very strong and, and tight knot. So this word, hridaya granti, the knot in the heart, the knot of false ego, uh, you'll see it many, many places. I've just given you a few short places where this, this phrase shows up all the time. It's even actually in the Pridayagranthi uh, 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 is in the Sanskrit dictionary. Uh, heart not. Anything which binds the soul. Or they say grieves the heart. But anyway. But, uh, but it's, 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 a, it's a very common phrase in the Bhagavatam. So now what's happened uh, with him, umucha vidaya granti. This knot became umucha. Uh, he became released from the knot. Uh, 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 yeah, the, the, the knot has been uh, uh, unloosened in this way, uh, and therefore he was peaceful. Shanta. Uh, and then he took this vow of silence. And a bhikshu, that he's going to live now uh, as a sannyasi, renounced mendicant. Uh, um, so now it continues. Sachachara mahim etam samyatat nindriyanilaha Bhikshartam Nagaragraman Asango Lakshito Vishat. He wandered about the earth, keeping his intelligence, senses, and life here under control. To beg charity, he traveled along to, uh, alone to various cities and villages. He did not advertise his advanced spiritual position. And thus, uh, he was not 
recognized by others. Uh, the ideas here, he says, Chachara, he wandered Mahi, the earth, uh, 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 controlled in his consciousness, his indriya, his senses, his uh, vital air. Uh, then it says, Bhikshartam Nagara Drama. Only for the purposes of uh, uh, taking charity would he go to the cities and villages, Nagara and Drama. Uh, uh, for the purpose of, of begging or, or charity. Uh, uh, and then they say here he did not advertise his advanced spiritual position and thus was not recognized by others. What it really says, uh, Alakshita, he, he came un, unnoticed. To say the word for word here, not making himself prominent, thus unrecognized. He entered these places alone, asanga, and unnoticed. Uh, uh, he was totally obscure, right? Uh, and, and this is where uh, now, because the, the, the idea of, of living like a beggar is that you're going to dedicate your 100% time for spiritual advancement. You don't have any occupation for making money. You don't have savings to live on or something like that. So, so you just go door to door and you beg. And to do that, you have to be very humble and you have to get some abuse. Uh, you know, so, so for this was now the renounced order of life. How are you going to live? This is what you will do. That's, that, was the, that was the tradition in those days. Um, there's a purport here, um, Bhakti Siddhanta. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, 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 we've already gone over everything. You, you, you can read it yourself. Uh, so let's go on, text 33. Tamvai pravayasam bhikshum. Avarukta asajjanaha, dristva parya bhavan badra, bhavibhi paribhuti bhi. He addresses, it says, O kind Uddhava, this is this badra, uh, an evocative case, badra, oh dear, really, badra is just dear. <laughs> Doesn't quite sound right in English, but no. Oh, sorry, O kind Uddhava. Uh, these are actually kind of so. So he's pravayasa uh, is old, bhikshu, uh, the beggar, avaduta. They translate here as unclean, uh, <laughs> as. Uh, one who doesn't follow the rules and regulations. So, uh, uh, is a kind of a sannyasi, but uh, social convictions. Uh, here they call it and translate it as, uh, as unclean. Uh, uh, when that happened uh, to this person who is a, 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 a old and, and uh, yeah, um, Avaduta Bhikshu. Then there are people here called Asajjana. Asatjana. Uh, which they're translating here as, in the word for word, as low class persons. Asatjana. Uh, or as, in the word for word, rowdy persons. Uh, uh, but we had this term uh, Asajjana uh, in the last chapter, in 1122-42 where it says one may give birth to a asajana, a bad son. So it just means a, a bad person, right? Here they call them uh, low class. Can be low class or just, yeah, creeps, you know, <laughs> bad, bad people. They, they see, they, they seeing him, they seeing him, and they're seeing this, him, this old, uh, uh, dirty beggar. So those people, uh, Padyabhavam, 
dishonored him with bhavi bhi paribhuti bhi many insults. So he was saying, saying, so obviously he's gone into the town for the purpose of begging, and there are these guys hanging out on the street corner, wherever, you know, and they see him, and now they're going to uh, abuse him. And so now we get another verses, uh, beginning with his uh, uh, 36, uh, the, the kind of abuse he was undergoing. You notice 34 has... Uh, three uh, three lines instead of uh, 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 instead of two. Uh, the next verse, 35, has two, and then sort of the balance things out. 36 again has three lines. They tend to do that if you have a verse that has an unusual number of lines. They make it even out somehow. Whether so, sometimes you'll see a three-line verse or one-line verse, and then um, that's just by the way. So now his abuse, so let's just, just look at this one, uh, take, take a look at what, uh, what, what they, Kechit Trivenum Jagrihur, E.K. Patram Kamalandalum, Pitam Chakreksha Sutram Cha, Kantam Chirani Kechana, Pradaya cha punastani darshitan yadadur munehe. Kechit, some people, trivenum jagrahu, they took away his uh, staff. You know, the renunciate has the staff, a sannyasi staff. Here it's mentioned as a trivena, three uh, pieces of bamboo. So the traditional, uh, at least the Vaishnava danda. Is, is made of three bamboo rods bound together. So what did they do? They snatched it. They snatched it out of his hand. A.K., here the word A.K. in the plural, the, the word A.K. is one, but when you see A.K. in the plural, it means some. <laughs> Many ones. <laughs> A.K. Patram, uh, Kamadan, excuse me, I say Kamandalam, Pitam. So others took away his water pot, Patram, his water pot that he was using as a begging bowl. And some of them took his. Uh, they mention it, they say is a pitam cha, whatever a sitting place he had, they you know, pulled that out from under him or whatever. Uh, they don't mention this in the, in the, in the translation. Uh, uh, and then they, they, they uh, uh, took his aksha sutram, his chanting beads. Uh, aksha means I, but also like a bead, the rudraksha, you know, those are kind of... They took away, he had some uh, beads for chanting. They took that away. And his kantam uh, chirani, his torn rags, what he was wearing. Kichana uh, pradaya. And some people, hey, yeah, you will get here, take them back again. Uh, and then those people uh, grabbed him away. Here, here, take them. Little, little take them. So you can see that. Uh, Anyone who's been to high school in the United States may have uh, either participated in one or another of these sort of exchanges <laughs> where you pick on somebody. So this is what they've done. There's a bunch of rowdy people, uh, and they see this guy, and so now they're making, having some sport with him. Uh, and it gets worse. I mean, they really go over the top, but we have to stop there. <laughs> So we'll continue with the, the things that he's undergoing and tolerating. That I say, you know, it looks like he surrendered to God, made his resolution, going on, uh, asked for mercy, and this is what happens. <laughs> so, uh, and he accepted his mercy, actually. He recognized it as, uh, uh, as mercy. Uh, and we see this happen. One, one thing that, that, that uh, of course, uh, in, our, in our own uh, uh, movement, 
we know that when Srila Prabhupada finally gave up his family life and became a renunciate and went to Vrindavan, uh, uh, he, first thing off the bat, he got gored by a cow or a bull and hurt fairly badly. Just when he had done all this stuff, I Prabhupada relates that, that I accepted it as Krishna's mercy, but only much later I understood how it was Krishna's mercy. So that's how, that's the way. So we'll start. We will resume. That's our next date. Um, we skip. We skipping a week, right? Yeah. 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 So Sunday won't be here. Uh, do you know the date? Let me get my calendar up. Okay, 5th of October. So you don't have a class. I'm going to go to Philadelphia for the Rathi Atra on the, uh, next Sunday. Next Saturday, but then I have to do something else on Sunday back here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, anyway, it's going to be there's things. Um, okay, so if I. Yeah, so we won't we won't have a class in that. Uh, okay, so now we'll see. Comments or, or questions, you can uh, type them in if you're on uh, on uh, Mayapur TV, or uh, you press star six and uh, can uh, speak on the uh, on on the conference. Freeconference.com. Okay, your wife has a question. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just a question like um, on the 5th of October here in um, Potomac, they're doing the Killing of Ravana and all that. Is there, but we'll still be able to have class that day, right? I think so. They don't do that until the nighttime. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay, thanks. It's a four. Their program starts at four. Their program starts at four after this one, so we'll be able to go to the. They have a uh, Ramachandra killing Ravana with a big Ravana full of uh, firecrackers. Big fat. A quick question. Um, in some ways, it's obvious, but I wonder if you could speak about it a little bit more. So, the Bhante Brahmana was first described as being quite miserly, mm-hmm. and then he ends up going towards renunciation and, you know, drying up his sense gratification. Basically, can you talk about the difference between? being miserly versus actually trying to uh, honestly renounce? A a miser is is one who does want to collect things. They they are collectors of things and they, they keep them. Infinite riches in little rooms. Uh, uh, I suppose a miser who can't get anything is a very unhappy miser because <laughs> very little uh, and uh, and what they what they have they they um, yeah they 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 keep for themselves so so he but but he was very dedicated to collecting money like crazy and building it up it, it's a, it's a kind of a substitute spiritual program. You think that with all this money, I'm, I'm now of worth. I, ha- I have things. Um, uh, uh, Prabhupada's uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur didn't didn't even want uh, his movement to save money. Just just to avoid that kind of thing. That if you got a big donation, you should spend it on Krishna service right away and don't save it up. Uh, for 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 anything, just to avoid people having big bank accounts and money on hand by when they, and then of course, 
you know, the way the financial systems work, uh, eventually if you have money, enough of it, it grows by itself, assuming that you lend it out at interest or whatever. It just gets bigger and bigger. So any, anybody has a huge amount of wealth. The worst thing that people can do with it is just bury it. It may increase in value, but, it, but maybe not. But if you, 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 uh, if you lend it out at interest, then uh, but people want to do that. You know, they collect things. Uh, if you have a collection of rare books uh, and you know how much they cost you and you keep in charge of what they're going for in the market, you can say, you know, we're just sitting here in my room and every two months um, my, my wealth doubles because the cost of the rare books are going up, you know. That's why people are collecting art, not because they like Van Gogh or, 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 or Cezanne, because their painting sitting on their wall is getting more and more and more and more money. Uh, so so the, the, this collecting, uh, again, it's just the idea of, of, uh, of, of wanting to become richer and richer and richer. And if you're loath to spend things, uh, that's just uh, a, 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 again just the the, the uh, greed over material enjoyment. But the greed is is there, and you are getting a kind of enjoyment out. Now I am a rich person. Now I have so much. Now uh, I am a person of, of of you know how how they they would say somebody is wealthy. He's a man of substance. And you just your substance increases. You know now I'm more real. I'm more. As a, these are all ways to try, to, symbolically at least, to to say that I can't die. You know that, that I can conquer over death and time. And that time, which usually wasting, it's increasing my wealth. But then, when they come and you die anyway, so it was a false god. You know. So these kind of people have these different immortality projects that they 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 they, they failed. And that's usually what what the collection is about, you know, that, uh, or or to have money or property or social position. I'm now important. I'm an important person. Sometimes we can see that also within devotional communities, though, of um, individuals who are successful materially, and they're not misers in their own day-to-day living, in their own family life or whatever, but when it comes to uh, the temple or the devotional community, then often they're quite (laughs) stringent on it, right? Adi Gopi from Italy has a question. She says, Prabhu, you said it is not that by studying books the whole day that we get realizations. It is about relationships. If we study Srimad Bhagavatam, do we make spiritual advancement? Yes, you do make spiritual advancement by studying Srimad Bhagavatam. But Prabhupada explains very early in the Bhagavatam uh, that that for Bhagavatam to take place, the, 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 the treating it as a conversation, uh, uh, commenting on, on the fact that when, when Sutta Goswami showed, showed up at the sages of Naimisharanya, they were eager to hear from him. So Prabhupada explains that they were eager to hear from him was because he was a qualified speaker, because, uh, because, because Sutta had heard from, uh, from uh, Shukadev, who was a qualified speaker. And so Prabhupada said, Bhagavatam takes place when both the speaker and the hearer are qualified. So, 
So then it happens. So that's why that's why Prabhupada taught us to follow regular principles, to chant rounds and everything, so that we can become qualified hearers. When the speaker is qualified and the hearer qualified, then you can come to see Krishna directly in the pages of Bhagavatam. It's, it, there's a relationship. A qualified hearer, and a, uh, uh, but the qualified speaker is not enough. Uh, there has to be both qualified speaker and qualified hearers. If you have qualified hearers, you don't have a qualified speaker. Again, it won't happen either. Uh, but when those two things happen, then Bhagavatam happens. Otherwise, you can go to universities and you can sit in, 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 a, in a university classroom in a, in a, in a, in a Asian studies department and ha- have professors that know Bhagavatam backwards and forwards. And they're sitting there with a cup of coffee in their hand and, and uh, showing all their Sanskrit dazzle and telling you all about the Bhagavatam. And the students are sitting there with their cup of coffee in their hand. They can't smoke anymore in, in the building, but they their cups of coffee in their hand, and then they're going to go out and have hamburgers and all these things. And so even though you have, you know, some speaker who's a, a, a scholar and knows Sanskrit and, and can quote many verses by heart, and you've got students who are sitting there, and they're pretty qualified people materially, Bhagavatam doesn't happen. It just doesn't. It won't, won't, won't take place. It, requ- it requires these things. Uh, so that, that's, that's the point I want to make, that, that, that uh, there, there has to... I, I, it, it's... it's uh, yeah, anyway, that, that's, that's what has to, has to happen. And that's what, that's what I was talking about. So, so otherwise, you know, if you, if you sit down and read Bhagavatam, Prabhupada tries to persuade you to actually start following the regulative principles and chant, your, chant rounds and do all those things to become a proper hearer. Because you have to hear, it says in this verse I'm referring to, one has to hear with a rapt attention. That, 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 that Sutta Goswami drank up the nectar of Bhagavatam and one has to hear with rapt attention. And to hear with rapt attention, you have to be pure in mind. And to be pure in mind, you have to be pure in eating, sleeping, mating, and defending. And all the basic activities of life have to be, have to be done in a pure way. The Prabhupada came to America with the Bhagavatams, but the first thing he had to do was to train up hearers. Without that training, it won't happen. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a question. Yes. My question is about um, how can someone obtain mercy just in a few minutes? I don't understand that very well. Can you change? Uh, well, by just. Uh, Sheer determination of complete surrender to God. Usually, the, the complete surrender to God, uh, if you. Vikas Maj Karvanga was a devotee, but then he realized he only had a few minutes to live. He just renounced everything and fully gave himself over to God. Uh, uh, and it, he did it with such determination uh, and fearlessly. Uh, that, 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 that he was able to achieve uh, liberation. That, that was uh, what he did. So how long does it take? It could take a few minutes. Because he, he had full self-surrender. For most of us, this full self-surrender is a gradual process. Uh, and we work up to it. But for all of us, the final examination is the time of death. That's, that's the final, we all have that final exam. Best to be prepared ahead of time so you don't have to, you know, the last minute try to cram and, and, and do something. Best to be prepared. But the point of Malikadvanga is he knew what to do. He was a devotee of Krishna and he just took full shelter of Krishna completely. He was already in one sense prepared. 
and so and so uh, if he had any material attachments, he understood now I only have a few minutes to leave live. Let me give them up. And, but can can anyone say I have a long time left? You know, a meteor can come into our our, our ceiling. You know, a plane uh, flying into Dallas can can flop down here. I mean, all these things can happen. And every day, people are surprised. Always, you know, the lava wells up from the basement. <laughs> you know, you don't know. You always think I'm safe here. <laughs> you never know. Okay. All right. So we will uh, again resume with text uh, 35, Canto 11, chapter 3, text 35, the continuing uh, uh, abuse of uh, the uh, of uh, Avanti Bhikshu by the by the by the, uh, the, uh, the rowdies, the, the gang, the juvenile delinquents. I don't know if they're juvenile, but anyway, but by the delinquents, Hare Krishna. Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai, Shri Mata Bhagavatam Ki.